Back in the booth, back on the airwaves, coming at you live from the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. John Reed, Cody McClure, Cam Black, Tuesday, January 17th. How are you, my friend? Doing all right, John. How are you? <clears throat> Good to be here. Good to be anywhere. Almost forgot. I am fine. Fine like my hair. Fine. Thin and fine. Fine like your hair. I am nothing new to reports. Uh, Cowboys looked good last night. Hawks looked good yesterday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I went home after the show, took it easy. Slept pretty good. Still didn't start reading. I got finished my book this week. I still haven't started reading. I'm going to do that today. You better you, get going. Did you go to the library yesterday? <clears throat> I went to two libraries. They said they were open till eight. Neither one was. So then I went to McKay's. It was, it was a holiday. Oh, <laughs> yep, 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 yep. That's it, Cam. Well, you That's quit disrespecting it. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I did not mean to. It was a holiday. And and you know what? Until you just said that, it hadn't even crossed well, my mind. Of course, mind. a place full of knowledge wouldn't be open. They they had to take a it must be nice to live such a life of privilege. That oh, it doesn't shut even cross up. your mind. Shut up. <laughs> it was a holiday. That's true. Uh, so A well, fake holiday to Cody, but a holiday nonetheless. That explains why the libraries weren't open. So I went to McKay's, and uh, I picked it up there. They had like nice. four copies. A dollar a piece. I picked up. Uh, I got that and two comedy books for like six fifty. You have four copies for a dollar. Yeah, they were all a dollar a piece. Damn it! You should have went. Should have went to McKay. I know. I thought about it. They were in good, good uh, use, good form, and everything too. I spent my, ten dollars. My book's brand new. It's pretty good. At least you'll get. I mean, you're paying an extra nine dollars, so you get yours to your doorstep. So I like going into McKay's though. Yeah. It is Although nice I haven't place. done it in a while, I never really, I never really had much luck with the book shopping at McKay's. I got a little too frustrated with the, the the Dewey Decimal System. Some things are kind of hard to find in there. Yeah, I got too frustrated with it. I was like, I'll pay the extra five dollars for my convenience, making sure I'm getting the thing I want. Movies, though, I like going there and just wandering around. Yeah, and just seeing what movies I could find. I would do that quite often a couple years ago, really pre-COVID. I don't think I've been back in there since COVID. But then I have like. 20 of my favorite movies on DVD just sitting underneath my, my TV that I've never like actually got out and watched. I was like, just waiting kind of, to watch. I was like, it's kind of a waste. Well, it's good to keep all those DVDs, you know, in case uh, of an apocalypse or something like that. In the apocalypse, I doubt I'm going to grab the DVD player, though, on the way out. That's not going to be a priority. I doubt it. What would be your priorities? Three things. Frank and then... Nah. <laughs> leaving Frank behind in the apocalypse. He's old. He's had a good run. If I'm only getting three things, I don't know if I can take him. Because then I got to worry about feeding him. It's tough for Frank. I got to worry about feeding Hope him. Hope he's not listening. He doesn't have any teeth. He's old. He gets tired. If we're having a walk, I have to stop and sniff everything. He's not, the, he's not a very good behaved dog, I don't think, either. He's stubborn. He doesn't like, he's not bad. You could just get him under your arm, though, couldn't you? Yeah, he's heavy. He's I'd get heavy after a while, carrying 15 pounds. He's awkward, too. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's little, but he's a little bit too long. So, like, sometimes when I get him underneath him, 
like underneath my arm, starting to carry him up the steps or something. Like the back half of him starts sliding out because he's a little bit too long. So probably just tell him, Frank, hey, buddy, it's been a good run. <laughs> Man, I hope he's not listening. Got to make tough decisions in an apocalypse, though. Yeah. yeah. So what are the three things more important than Frank that you would take? Yeah, that I don't know. I don't know what the actual – I need a weapon. That'd be a good I guess a pistol. I got a pistol at the house. I take the pistol. Whoa. Then I got to find bullets. (laughs) Then I got to find bullets, though. (laughs) Don't want to cross this. Don't want to rob a convenience store in front of this guy. That's right. Well, actually, no, not a convenience store. I, I don't. I don't carry with me. Or uh, what was it? A Mexican restaurant? No, no. With, I, I, uh, the thing's never on me. The thing's never on me. <laughs> Some people keep that thing on them at all times. I don't. I don't keep that thing on me. It's just at the house. Case somebody comes in, I guess. So taking a weapon. Yeah. Like a. I got a couple of hand-me-down guns from like my dad after he passed. I didn't like go out and buy the pistols. Just one of the things. So just take three guns. No, no, no. Just one gun. <laughs> One Super gun, prepared. yeah. One gun. You know what, like a can of beans or something? Yeah, or? I don't know what. what uh, a pillow? I'm probably taking a pot. A pillow over Frank. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking a pot so I can boil some water if I need to to have safe drinking water. It's a good call. Can maybe you build a fire? I would say maybe grab a lighter. Or something yeah. Too, can, but can you build matches? a fire? Because the the pots. I don't know if the pot's a very smart thing. I mean, I, I get what you're thinking. That would be more of like if I'm on a deserted island thing. Well. The pot on a desert uh, island would work because then you could figure out how to build a fire. And I think I could figure out a fire or find guess, something enough to. I, I, I got to rub some sticks together. I guess the pot could double as a weapon too if you had to yeah. hit things with it. I don't know. It's kind of sad I don't have three things that I'm thinking about. Well, the third I thing could be full of clothes or something. <laughs> the the uh, the third thing could be the uh, talk sports book of the month. You could take your book of the month so you'll have something to read while you're out there in the wilderness. Speaking of Apocalypse, uh, I watched the first episode of The Last of Us. Did you like it? It's it's, the reviews have been awesome. I, I haven't got a chance to sit down yeah. and watch it yet. I thought it was quite good. Yeah. Quite good, yeah. I know it, a lot of people uh, that don't really know anything about the video game or anything, too, and they have all loved it. So. Yeah, I didn't know anything about the game going into it, either. My yeah. my friend was telling me how it's uh, based on the game. but yep. it uh, Yeah, I thought it was great. I mean, I won't say anything about it, but worth watching. Yeah, I'm very excited to sit down and watch it. Yeah, you should. HBO rarely misses. Yeah. They rarely miss. But I uh, never played the video game. You don't need to have the background content. Yeah, no, I mean I I know I know that, but I just wasn't as excited for it as everyone else was. It's a zombie thing, right? Yeah, pretty much. Kind of just like yeah, just apocalypse kind of Apocalypse but not zombie, it's not it's not zombies. There is like creatures, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I figured in a video game you had to be stuff you had to shoot, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so I had to. I figured it was something. Yeah, basically, it's this guy and um, daughter. He, he's his got daughter. A, well, it's a random girl. It's not his daughter. Oh, okay. Well, but. his daughter's involved, but I won't tell you anything no about that. But um, there's another girl involved. The girl from Game of Thrones. <clears throat> yeah, they're both from Game of Thrones. Pedro Pascal. He, you know, he was the. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, the, I'm talking uh, about the girl. The. Little queen, the, though. the the one that got uh, that stabbed the giant in the eye. Yeah, they the let little, her have her moment. Queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, they the, gave they, her the most moments, honestly, <clears throat> compared to screen time. They liked her as an actress, I yeah. guess. Every time she was on TV, they let her try to steal the scene. Yeah, yeah, she's in it, and uh, she was doing a good job, from what I could tell. And then the the main guy, he's Pedro. He's a great actor. That guy. Yeah, he was the one in the Nicolas Cage movie, right? Um. 
I don't know about that. The one that just came out, the probably. Pedro Pascal. I'm pretty sure he's in the. Yeah, of incredible yeah. He, was, he was the Mandalorian for yeah, one. He's in that for sure. He's in the, um, the unbearable weight of massive talent. That's the that's what I was thinking yeah. of. He was in uh, the. He was like the kingpin that Nicholas Cage just paid Nicholas Cage to come hang out with him. I know he's in the Mandalorian, and he was the Viper in Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's where I know him from. But he's a guy's a great actor. Yeah, he's um, good. It's worth watching though if you haven't seen it. Yeah, I, I'm gonna watch it. I just figure I'd let it get a couple more episodes into it. Yeah. I'm definitely going to watch it. That's on my list. I still need to start White Lotus as well. So those are the next two things I'm going to Yeah, I want to start watch. that one too. I'm going to wait on the Dragon Show for another year. Yeah, well, they're not going to put a new season out, I guess, for another year. So probably worth the wait. Uh, I don't know. But, yeah, I got my book. I've already read 40 pages. Nice. In, my, in the book. Oh, wow, you're going to leave me in the dust. Mine's not getting here until Friday. Well, I wanted to get a jump on you because I figured you were a quicker reader than me. Not really, honestly. I don't know. I'm not that quick of a reader. I, I really soak in every word. It takes me a while to read. I was going to say, sometimes I have to go back and reread a page. I find myself kind of drifting. That's why I read slow, because I feel like I'm, if I read too fast, I miss things. And then I'm like, I've read a whole page, but I literally don't know what I read. I don't think I have ADHD, but I might have ADHD. Is that real? <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, never, I like Adderall as much as the next guy, but yeah, no, I mean, I never went and got tested for. I've never like taken Adderall except one night in Vegas. That was kind of it. My friends gave me one of those. I didn't sleep for a while. I didn't, <laughs> Stayed I didn't, up all night. Yeah, didn't, didn't eat. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't much like the feeling. It's good as a diet drug. I, I wanted to. I wanted to sleep was the problem. I was like, I'd rather just go to sleep. Like, no, I just take this. You'll be up. And I was up. I was up for like thirty hours, and then eventually crashed. But Did you take it orally or through the nose? Orally. Oh, okay. Orally. That's I thought good. you were going to ask if I put it up my rectum. Oh, but, well, you can do that too. Yeah, no. That's how Rod Stewart used yeah. to do cocaine. No, no, just just orally, but I, I fidgeted a little in school. I, I told you before, I think, I had to get up and take like about three trips per hour to the pencil sharpener. I had to just kind of get up stretch my legs, fake fake blow my nose a lot. I, I was a fake blow, blower of the nose a lot. To eventually the teachers like, quit wasting the Kleenexes. If you need to walk, just get up and stretch your legs. Like, Stop <laughs> pretending like you're blowing your nose. Because you're not fooling anybody and you're just wasting the Kleenex. Just, just get up and walk around. Yeah, I was like, all right, fair <laughs> enough, touche. Uh, well, that's a good agreement we have. Yeah. But then when I read, I find myself zoning out a little bit. Yeah. Just, yeah, thinking about other things and I have to stop and reread. I, I know what you mean. Sort of. Well, I don't know if I zone out. I think I get invested in the book. Like, I have the story playing in my mind. Like, okay. I'm in the book. But, yeah. But if I read it too fast, I'll just miss words. Yeah, no, mine, mine, I'll just start thinking about different things. Yeah. Just very, just if I'm not that into the story, or sometimes you'll like, it'll be a little low in the book where they're setting up some needless details. Well, I must say, I've been quite immersed in this one. It's quite the story. The first part is, is pretty much about like, uh, or, well, do you want me to wait till you read it? I've read the first part before. Oh, you have? Yeah, I tried to start this book in like 2018 or so, and then I just kind of gave up on it. The first part seems so far they're just kind of talking about how these two guys became the architects of Chicago yeah. and like yeah. basically built things in ways that other people had not before. Right. There's something to do with the soil in Chicago, how it was not yeah. really I, I good that's for why a big I got, building. I think that's why I kind of was just like, oh, well. Yeah, it gets it gets a little it's a little bit of a drag for a yeah, few pages, feels, but that, that's why I couldn't get past this kind of I just feel like that's a uh Needless details, although I'm sure it'll play out. Well, I just started the second, uh, not part, but I guess chapter, 
um, and they introduced the murderer there. Okay. So I'm starting to read about him a little bit. So I'll get that one on Friday. I went ahead and ordered another book, too. Maybe that could be our next book. Um, what is it? It's called Hellhound on His Trail. Is it about Robert Johnson? Who is Robert Johnson? Is he the Hellhound? I got a Hellhound on my trail. No. Old Blues Man went to the crossroads. Mm-mm. Well, that's where that name must have come from. Or did Robert Johnson get it from something else? I thought that was a Robert Johnson original, but I don't know. Hellhound on his trail, the electrifying account of the... Basically, it's about the murder and them trying to find... Is everything we read going to be about murder? That's the stuff that interests me. You don't have to share it on this one if you don't want. But that's what I bought in honor of uh, MLK Day yesterday. James Earl Ray shot MLK at the Lorraine Motel. The nation was shocked, enraged, and saddened. As chaos erupted across the country and mourners gathered mm-hmm. at King's funeral, investigators launched a 65-day search for his assassin that would lead them across two continents. I'm imagining Hellhound is not coined from Robert Johnson. I'm imagining Hellhound's probably as old as English. Like, basically, them hunt, like any hunting dog like is, was probably called a Hellhound. You think so? Yeah. Like, any dog that was, like, meant to hunt something or mm-hmm. chase people down or eat people probably, like, got the phrase from that. Where does Hellhound? So you could just type in Hellhound origin would probably work. Underworld. A Hellhound is a supernatural dog. Yeah, but to say Hellhound on my trail, I no, wonder. I don't, I don't, let's see. Hellhound origin. I, don't know. I mean, it does appear to be a mythological hound. It's a, Myth it's is common origin. across Great Britain in the form of black dogs. The earliest written record of the Hellhound is in the 11th or 12th century, which speaks of a wild hunt through the forest. So basically these black dogs were chasing people. Hellhound is also considered to be a guardian of us or a servant of hell, the devil, or the underworld. So, well, when you add on his trail, though, that makes me think of Robert Johnson got a hellhound on my trail. Yeah, yeah, sure. I would just say a hellhound. People that hunt, they say they're on your trail, so maybe it's connected. Hmm. Anyways, Cowboys looked good last night. Cam, you good? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing well. We'll talk Brady's about. Brady's done, so that's cool. Brady, uh, Brady looked like he did all year, which yeah. was done, cooked, yep. and it seems like a lot of people didn't watch the Bucks for most of this year because people yeah. were pretty, pretty uh, surprised at how bad he looked, and that's how he's looked for a lot of this year. Stick with us as Talk Sports on Fan Run Radio. How about them Cowboys? Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott answered the bell. A lot of haters are ready to knock him out after that Washington game that sort of kind of didn't matter in Week 18. Cowboys looked terrible in that game, looked pretty lifeless, looked as if the game might not matter. Mm-hmm. They then went on the road to Tampa Bay, and in hindsight, and really leaning into the game, it felt a little foolish that they were only two-and-a-half-point favorites. This was, this was a 12-win team that was going up against a team that I pointed out was 6-9 and nine in their last 15. And then you saw kind of why. The Bucks and Brady, not very good. The Cowboys looked pretty solid. That, that defense on grass thing got put to bed when Michael Parsons mm-hmm. just completely wrecked. Tampa Bay's offensive line, Cam, what did you think? Um, I was – I'll give Dak his props. He played really well. Um, they were carving up that, that Bucks defense. Um. Pressure wasn't really getting to him super well. 25 of 33, 305 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions, only took one mm-hmm. sack. 
a QBR of a near-perfect 100, a passer rating of 143.3. Dak was awesome. Good. Yeah, no, he was, he was great. He, he did everything they needed him to do, and, um, yeah, looked excellent. And then on the other side, you saw the Bucks' offensive line troubles reared, rear their ugly head um, as it seemed like Brady was getting hit almost off-rip every play. Surprisingly, only two sacks for yeah. Tom Brady, but it did seem like he was under siege, and it did seem like he was scared to get hit anytime he dropped back. He was seeing mm-hmm. ghosts. We know Brady doesn't like to be bothered with pressure, and they ramped up the pressure on him all night, and he looked uncomfortable. His final stats do not tell anywhere near the entire story because he ends up with mm-hmm. 351 yards and two touchdowns, but those were all garbage time. Yep. Quarterback rating of 24.1. Passer rating of 72. Those are both terrible, terrible numbers. Brady looked washed. Is that the biggest takeaway from last night for you, Cody? Brady looked uh, pretty awful. <clears throat> Threw the ball, what was it, 66 times? Yeah. Something like that. I mean, I thought they were pretty one-dimensional. They, they couldn't run the ball. I thought, they ran the, I thought they tried to run the ball too much. I thought that killed almost all of their early drives because they were getting two yards or negative yeah. two yards, well, and then they were constantly in second and third and long. Maybe early on, but then as the game went along, they they basically just tried to rely on their passing game because yeah. they were coming from behind. And, uh, I mean, to me, you can't do that. I think going into it, maybe we underestimated it because we talked all year about how good Dallas's defense is. And I think maybe we underestimated how bad of a matchup that was with the Bucks' offense against the Cowboys' defense. The Cowboys' defense playing well, I mean, they're – they're a lot better than the Bucks, and they showed that last night. Absolutely, and Brady looked. You know, he he didn't look good. I imagine he's still got a year in him. If he can go to San Francisco, I imagine that's what he's going to try to do. I don't know if San Francisco would want him. If they do, I think that's what he'll do. But I, I think San Francisco. I mean, San Francisco might have struck oil with Purdy. Purdy looks yeah. solid. Yeah, and you don't. Stunt a cheap seventh round draft pick to bring in an expensive forty seven year old quarterback who doesn't look very good. Like I think it's safe to say at this point Brock Purdy is just as good as Tom Brady. I think San Francisco is probably the most underrated quarterback situation of the offseason because nobody's really talking about it. But like with Trey Lance coming back, Purdy being great, well, I don't know what they'll do around. with Trey Lance. Like, yeah, I, I, you, you have no idea, but you've invested so much in him. I it think, becomes a weird uh, situation. I would pump the brakes on that one, personally. Did I mean, you watch Tom Brady last night? Yeah, he, he, he threw didn't look good. He six passes straight into the dirt. Yeah, I know he missed His Evans interception, a lot He couldn't of even throw it out the back of the end zone. <laughs> there may have been some communication issue He's with cooked. Evans. He's cooked. What about that He's cooked. That 50-yard bomb he had that was in Evans' hands? Yeah, it was 31-14. to 14. Well, I understand that, but Mike, I mean, Mike Evans dropped it. That was a pretty nice pass. It was slightly overthrown. It was in his hands. As he was like falling down to the ground to try to get it, it was a good throw. Brady's cooked. He may be cooked, but to say he's not better than Brock Purdy, I don't. I'm not going to go there. I mean, especially if you consider salary and like building a team. Brock Purdy's played what six games, and he's won all of them. The 49ers have won all. Brock Purdy had four touchdowns on. I understand. He's he's been serviceable. (laughs) The film will come in on him. Teams will have an off season to look at him. 
he was the last pick in the draft. I mean, let's not uh, let's not pretend he's the future of the 49ers here. I do think he's the future of the future of the 49ers. I think if the 49ers want Tom Brady, and by the way, I think way, if they can get him, they yeah. will. He is 7 and 0 as a starter. He's had uh zero starts. Well, I guess he didn't start the Miami game, so I guess he's 6-0, but he played the Miami, basically for, after the first drive of the Miami game. He's had one start with the passer rating under 100. It was a 94.5.4. Mm-hmm. He has 16 touchdowns, passing, and four interceptions. I don't know, man. I, I think everything he does, especially like in the – like if you tell me like we're just like in a – Vacuum one quarterback versus the other. Like I said, who, who knows? Maybe I wouldn't take Purdy just yet. But when I look at in San Francisco with those weapons, with that coach at that salary, it's a no-brainer for me. And maybe the bigger question is, I don't know who would want Tom Brady at this point. All right. Purdy's beaten Seattle twice, the Raiders, the Cardinals, the Commanders, and Tampa Bay. Those are Pretty good teams. Those he beat one. Who? Okay, let's Who? see. Miami playoff team, Tampa Bay playoff team, Seattle playoff team, Washington barely missed, Vegas whatever on the road, Arizona stinks. Beat Seattle playoff team. I, calling them a playoff team. I mean, Miami and Seattle were nine and eight. Tampa was eight. Miami and nine. was good. Th- th- this was Miami with Tua, by the way. It wasn't Miami with Scholar Thompson and okay. And well, Bridgewater. yeah. Well, he's so got a, he's team. got a defense playing against Tua. I want to say they were not. I want to say they were eight and three at the time of that game. Maybe eight and four. Miami. That was a good Miami. You think team. Purdy broke them? Wow, well, it personally broke my trust in the in the Dolphins. Because I bet a lot of money on the Dolphins once Jimmy G went out, and I was like, okay, seventh round rookie. Yeah, I'll load up on the Dolphins live bet. And then Brock Purdy, yeah, he broke me. All right. I, I'm just saying, Purdy's got – look at the weapons on that offense. You've got Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, IU. Hold on, hold on. You've got Debo. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If we're going to play this game, No, no, no. You're gonna go t- I know what you're going to do. You're going to tell me Tom Brady's weapons, whatever. Well, yeah, I, would also, I also want to go back and see who Tom Brady's beaten has in t- the last Tom Brady does not have an offensive line, and that defense is not as good as the 49ers' defense. Defense is pretty damn good, though. The 40- Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Leonard Fournette and Rashad White are pretty damn good. I think the 49ers are the classic case of a quarterback away. And they're, also, they're not going to win a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy. And also keep in mind that Debo Samuel's been out for San Francisco since he took over as well. Yeah, he had another weapon. No, no, no. He, he was out for Brock Purdy. He was out. He's back now, yeah, but he was out. Another weapon for the offense for Tom Brady to use next year. Yeah, because when I look at Tom Brady and how he finished the season, I really love a, let's see, a three-point win over the Rams – a uh, five-point win over the Seahawks in London. One point win over the Saints after they gagged that 16-3 uh, lead away. A come-from-behind victory against the Cardinals and beat the Panthers. Yeah, you're right. Tom Brady's beaten much better teams not, than Brock Purdy's done. We're not looking at what Tom Brady's team does. The, the, the teams are different. As a quarterback, I'd rather have Tom Brady trying to win a Super Bowl than I would not as Brock not Purdy. Not in 2024, you won't. Did you watch Tom Brady last night? Yes. Okay. I so, watched him play. He had some bad passes. I think there were communication issues with him and Evans. That's true. Those guys pretty new to each other. Young rookies that should be having communication problems. You're right. Did you not watch some of the other games this year where Brady's put up big numbers and hit Evans on those plays? No. Evans has pretty much only been hit in the Carolina game. That was pretty much it. Brady's been bad all year. Mike Evans had six touchdowns for the year, and he had three of them in Week 18. 
He had three touchdowns the other 17 It's weeks. not about whether or not Tom Brady is at the – It's not about I that. I finally win it's the It's about arguments. that he's better it's than over. Brock Purdy. He's not. And, again, especially not when you look at the salary. A seventh-round rookie is going to be very, very cheap. I don't think the 49ers are that concerned about it when they can win a Super Bowl now. They saw what their right. brothers right. down south did. Right. Exactly. They, they can. saw what the Rams did. They, they can win a Super Bowl. Yeah, but you got to have the quarterback. They might you, win one with Brock Purdy. You, they, they're not going to win one with Brock Purdy. Your, your, tune, your tone is going to change when he costs them a game against the Cowboys he's or when whip, he costs he, them a game he's against – He's going to whip the Cowboys' ass. He's going to whip the Cowboys' ass? He's going to whip the Cowboys' ass. You want to put that one on the board? Yeah. Yeah, because go ahead All and right, cash. Yeah. What, what's go Brock ahead and Purdy? cash the one board bet, Cam. He said the Bucks would make the second round. Yeah. They are not the second round. What's Brock Purdy going to do against the Cowboys? You say, you think he's going to whip the Cowboys' ass? What is, what's he going to do? You want like a stat line of the final score yeah, or what? What's he going to – yeah, both. Throw for 310 the, yards. First, first thing, he's got to win. Yeah. First thing is he's got to win. He'll throw for – it depends. It could be a game control game where they just kind of dominate. But uh-huh. I think he'll get to his 280 yards and, and at least two touchdowns. 280 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. But he, he's going to whip their ass, you said. Well, again. Is two touchdowns whipping their ass? I mean, if the team whips their ass, yeah. I mean, like if I, I, am at, I think uh, San Francisco is going to have a comfortable lead for most of that game. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to be necessarily airing it out. I think Dallas. You know, Brady only scored more than 23 twice this year. Once was against the Panthers where they scored 30. And once was a, where they had to come back garbage time against the Chiefs and lost by 10. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of an offensive line? Yeah. You ever heard of the it's quarterback with important. the quickest release? It's of, pretty uh, important. He, he throws he, the ball within 2.4 <laughs> seconds. And, like, that's a difference. Like, against Seattle, go back and watch Brock Purdy was scrambling around making plays happen. You don't know what it's like to be a quarterback under pressure. You don't know what it's like to have 300-pound defensive linemen I, in your face I know every the, play. I know the older you get, the tougher it becomes. Let me tell you who who has that in common with you. Brock Purdy. He doesn't know what that's like you either. You need to watch the Seattle he, game. He had pressure he, on him the entire time. He was oh, running yeah, around yeah, and scrambling Seattle, around. Great team. Same against playoff team. I Let's mean, see what he does when those when Dallas is in his face. Okay. I mean, it's he's, just, he's, he's playing a real team test, now. but I okay, mean, he's yeah, he's been, playing a real he's team. He's answered now. everything's up and Mystery now. Irrelevant is playing a real team now. Okay, Dallas is going to win the game. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. We can put that on the board. Like I said, I'll go ahead yeah. and cash in another one because he bet Tampa Bay second round. They're out, lifeless. See ya. Dallas is going to be celebrating the fact that they won one playoff game for yeah. the next five years, so they're not going to really be thinking about winning another one. You two are just haters. Put it on the board. Way I see it. I finally won the Tom Brady argument. I was right. Yeah, he's yeah, watched. You, you got it's it. Over. That's he had true. his one COVID asterisk year that oh, yeah. barely counts. Yeah, yeah. You you finally got him. Way to go! Seven Super Bowls later. Well, I mean, well, the first like four, I wasn't really that much of a hater on him. I mean, but I mean, you could go back and look. I mean, the defense kind of carried him to a couple of those. But either way, whatever. All right, three Super Bowls later. Yeah. Whatever uh, the 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 COVID one doesn't really count. I think if you think that the 49ers would rather have Brock Purdy than Tom Brady, I think that's just not true. I truly don't think anyone's going to sign up for Tom Brady except maybe Vegas. I'm not. I think there are two teams. I think there are two teams that might be considered in Brady. Maybe a third if the Jets get desperate. But I think he's either going to go to Vegas with Josh McDaniels or the Patriots are going to say, come on back home because Mac Jones sucks and we'd rather at least lose with you than lose with him. That's it. 
Otherwise, I think Brady's going to be like, well, the market's not necessarily here. Which is kind of what they said about Peyton Manning at the end of his career. Peyton didn't necessarily want to retire, but it's just kind of like he didn't have a home after that Super Bowl. Yeah. Everyone kind of looked around and said, yeah, yeah, it's, you're cooked. It's really not about Brady for me as much as it is Purdy. I, I just I don't see that. You know what I mean? Well, I think that you hope that you have what you know people dream of, which is a cheap quarterback that's at least solid. You can pay everybody else. Yeah, make, for three years. All this team they kind of had that with Jimmy G, didn't they? Uh, Jimmy was pretty paid. They, yeah, Jimmy they was pretty paid. Him. They thought they were gonna have it with Lance because they gave Jimmy a new contract basically right when they uh, right when they traded for him back in what was that 2018, 2017? Mm-hmm. I'm just not sold on this guy as being an NFL quarterback yet. Oh, I, I well, he's he definitely have, an NFL. He quarterback. doesn't have enough game. I vehemently disagree with that. He's They've not studied the film yet. What do you mean the you film? See, you see that He's with been guys all the time. playing for seven weeks. You see, I know. You see it with guys. Is that enough film? No. You see it with guys all the time. They have a great year. They come out of nowhere, and then defensive coordinators adjust to them. Who? There's a no numerous examples. Then name that. a couple. I mean, I don't know. Off the top of my head, I mean, that's unfair. Name quarterbacks that have been found out. Like, you could say, like, the Wildcat got found out, and they're like, hey, Ronnie Brown and Ricky Williams, here's what we're going to do. We're going to snap it to a running back every time with motion. They have like, There's something <laughs> called tendencies that quarterbacks have. And sometimes it takes a while to – you got to – the defensive coordinators and the scouts or whatever see these patterns. Quarterbacks develop certain patterns. It's and not like he's reinventing the wheel. He's playing the quarterback position. It's not like he's Lamar Jackson that's like in it. outright. Not really. Mechanics and techniques and things mechanics you Mechanics and techniques. Do you think like he's Have tipping. you ever heard a scout talk about like Yeah. They can break down film and things that players do that that the average person does not really look I, at. I understand. And they usually do that after, you know, a month. They've had enough data on him. If you want to ride off into the sunset with Brock Purdy, be my guest. I'm just, I'm not sold. And that's where I stand on it. I mean, they just... I think he'll fade into oblivion. I think he's their starting quarterback moving forward. I want to see him against Dallas. I am excited to see that game. Because if Dallas plays the way they did last night, I mean... So beat Dallas and you're so don't block Brock Purdy, or does he have to win a Super Bowl? The Super Bowl or bust? He's not going to win a Super Bowl as their quarterback. Know. It's just not going to happen. I don't know. Although the team is very good. That well, which one is, is good. it? Uh, let's you see. Like, we're, we're straddling the line. Which one is it? He's not going to win, or the team's going to carry him to win? Which one is it? I just told you he's not going to win. Okay. Well, then you said, yeah, but the team's really good. So well, yeah, the team is really good. That seems good. like you were trying to kind of give yourself a The team a, is really good, run. just like the Rams were really good. Mm-hmm. And the Rams, quarterback. the Rams were very close to winning a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. And they didn't do it. Well, they were very close, just like the 49ers were very close with winning one with Jimmy Garoppolo. Twice. And he wasn't good enough. I don't necessarily think it was Jimmy G's fault. It was really just some... Really, the you first, had a killer on the other side. Not really. To me, like the first Super Bowl they would have won had they like called a holding on uh, Bosa just one time or if the 49ers defense didn't give up a third and 15. So if the officials would have bailed him out? If the officials would have correctly called any hold on Joey Bosa instead of trying to protect golden boy Patrick Mahomes. Oh, but either way. On. Either way. And like last year, I think they would have won the Super Bowl had had uh, the defensive back, the safety, I don't remember who it was, but dropped a, an easy interception from Matthew Stafford, just dropped it in the fourth quarter while they were nursing a lead. You know there's holding on every play. They just never call it on... Patrick Mahomes' teams, I guess. I bet they do. 
Uh, go back and watch that fourth quarter. Poor Bosa was getting hogtied. Well, maybe Bosa is just not good enough. So, again, what, what, what's the standard here for this upcoming week? So, if Brock Purdy, when he beats the Cowboys, then you're a believer? It would depend on how the game went. If if he comes out and throws for 182 and one touchdown, then no. If the 49ers just strangle him on defense, I mean, it depends on the context of the game. What but, about yeah, the, if, if, so Brock, they, if Brock Purdy throws for – What if they lose and they, he throws for 350 and four touchdowns and an interception then? What about then? Well, then the defense clearly didn't play well enough. Right. So then, like, so the performance. If it, so, if, even if they lose and he plays well, then you'll be a believer because it sounds like you're saying he has to win and be the reason they win. So, what about they lose and he's, he plays well? That's not going to happen. He, he's not going to throw for three fifty and four touchdowns. I mean, that Cowboys offense looked pretty good. It is good. I know. You think they'll get in a shootout? Maybe. I mean, Dak looked pretty good. I see it as being more of a defensive game. I just think the Cowboys are going to be better on offense than the 49ers will because of the quarterback. I still think Dak kind of sucks. He just had a good game. Dak balled you out know, last you night. you take Brock Purdy over Dak, too? In this game, yes. Because the 49ers are going to win. They just have a better team. Which is a completely different argument. Are gonna, like, going on the road against a Bucks team that's under 500 is a lot different than going on the road. To yeah, that's true. Brock Purdy went on. Uh, he beat that Bucks team, too. I mean, that's one of his great wins of the year. So, mm-hmm. Which 9-8 uh, which and eight team is his best win, Seattle or Miami? Both just above 500. I mean, that Miami team was pretty good, whatever two have played. Well, but I mean, part something they've done two years in a row now. Okay, I mean, I just wouldn't put down that Bucks team that you were convinced was going to go to the second round. It seems like you're playing both sides of that. You thought that Bucks eh. team was pretty good. When did you I thought, say that? What like week? What a couple week weeks ago? ago? I mean, you, you a thought a couple weeks ago? You, I don't. I mean, I don't. I know may have said, said that in jest. I don't, I don't know. When, I don't know when you said it. All I know is you can't go from like. I'm trusted Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. So, well, oh, well, he just, you know, Tom Brady, you know, he didn't have enough team around him. The Bucks weren't very good. I wasn't professing that. I was simply pointing out that once, which you did the same thing, by the way, saying that when he gets to the playoffs, he's going to get matchups against some pretty inferior quarterbacks. Well, he did go in there as only a two-and-a-half-point favorite or a two-and-a-half-point underdog. But Dallas played well. Dak played well. Mm-hmm. I think everybody knew coming into the game that if Dallas played well, they were the better team. I just want to go. Uh, who's the best quarterback, Dak? Who's who's the best team, Dak beat this year? I don't know, but they were Good putting question. up fifty points a game sometimes. I mean, I just want to see who they I mean, beat Philadelphia. We're looking at Rock Party, which best nine and eighteen win. Let me run through Dak's they wins right Philadelphia. quick for you. They beat, Gardner, they, beat, they beat Gardner. Quarterback. They beat Gardner Minshew. They beat Gardner Minshew. Yeah, I know. Beat Gardner Minshew. Josh Dobbs. Uh, let's see. Jeff Eagles. Driscoll. Uh, Matt Ryan. Daniel Jones. So, I mean, I guess maybe that Giants win was the best win. The very fraudulent Vikings. I, I don't know. So, like, you could play that game with any team. Just not gonna look at the Cincinnati game. That was uh, Cooper Rush and not Dak. I said, Dak. <laughs> it's the Cowboys team beating the Bengals team. I mean, but earlier we were talking about uh, Brock Purdy's teams. Yeah, the team the team has a lot to do with it. Well, you're talking about Brock Purdy specifically in the starts he made. 
All I'm saying is he's not really had a test yet. Well, that's why I was looking at the Dak teams he's hasn't played. beaten any good teams this year either. Well, we we got quite quite a bit more data on Dak through the years. Of him not beating uh, good Brock teams. Brock Purdy's played six games. Yeah, we have got a lot, a lot of data of Dak not beating good teams too. <clears throat> got a long history of that. Perhaps. Okay. Just beat Minnesota forty to three. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Minnesota that playoff team had a negative point differential. So now playoff team matters. Got it. I'm doing what you were doing. Well, yeah. I mean, okay, but it's one playoff team. And the Giants. That's a thirteen win playoff team. That had a negative point differential. Sure, sure. 13 a, wins. A though. negative point differential. They beat them by 37 points. Yeah. On the road, completely destroyed them. Good question by a tweeter. Why wouldn't every team just sign a lowly quarterback at the end of the season if the film messes up the defense? That's true. If it's all about <laughs> film and making scouts, which is seventh-round undrafted rookie quarterbacks late in the season might be the new uh, – Market inefficiency because there's not enough film yeah. on them to make. Just say you don't understand how film works. Yeah, just sign undrafted rookies every year before there's film out on them and yeah. just rotate them. It'll uh, must be true if Tweeter wrote it in. It'll work it out. Yeah, it must be true then. Well, I mean, it's it's a good point. Yeah, if, if Brock Purdy's only good right <laughs> to now, you. if yeah. Brock Purdy's not only good right now because he doesn't have film out on him, Buck should have brought brought out Kyle Trask and let yeah. Trask go. Not a lot of film out on Kyle Trask. <laughs> not a lot of film. You can just say you don't understand. It's okay. Okay. I'll take another board bet win when the 49ers thrash the Cowboys this weekend. I'm going to enjoy some light, refreshing White Claw Hard Seltzer. Only 100 calories made with their unique brew pure process to deliver you only the finest flavors. Please drink responsibly. And when you do drink, drink White Claw Hard Seltzer and support the people who support us. Cam sends to break. It's Talk Sports on Fan Run Radio. If we go over to FanDuel, check out the spreads for the upcoming divisional round. This is my favorite weekend of sports, I think. It's the best weekend of football. The best weekend of football, to me, makes it the best weekend in sports. Jaguars, Chiefs, that's the early Saturday afternoon game. Right now, the Jaguars, eight-and-a-half-point dogs. The Saturday nightcap, the Eagles, seven-and-a-half-point favorites over the Giants. Man, you can get seven-and-a-half points with Daniel Jones. I know. I, I do love that. You can get seven. When the Giants get in the playoffs and win a game, man, they win the Super Bowl. That's what they do. They come for the wild card spot. Mm-hmm. Sunday afternoon, 3 o'clock, the Bengals, four-and-a-half-point dogs to Buffalo. And uh, Sunday night... Right now, the 49ers four-point favorites over the Cowboys. Any of those jump out to you, Cody Mack? I'm taking all underdogs. All dogs? All dogs. To win or cover? I don't know about the Giants. To win or cover? Oh, definitely to cover. I like the Bengals to win and Dallas to win. You like the Jaguars to keep it close but not not win? What's the Jags? Eight and a half against Kansas City. Uh, I could say Kansas City cover. I don't know. Probably Kansas City covering. Okay. That'd probably be the least competitive game, I would I would guess, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like whenever you have two games like that on Saturday with uh, two favorites that you could tease to get below a field goal, it looks simple. That's what a lot of betters would probably do, just a two-team teaser. Chiefs minus two and a half. 
Eagles minus one and a half. That means one of those teams is going to lose. Yeah. They're not going to give you a layup there. I, I think I might be prepared to pick the Giants over the Eagles when we get there. The Giants outright? I think so. I think so. Did the Eagles beat them both games this year? They did. Week 18, the Giants were kind of, you know, not even needing the game and kind of rested, but still just yeah. matched up well with them. I, I think the Giants are just uh, a really tough, smart football team. And in the playoffs, I'll take my chances with those teams. And I, 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 I we talked about Brock Purdy versus Dak. Is it dumb to say I have more confidence in Daniel Jones than, than Jalen Hurts at this point? When he come back from injury, that one game back against the Giants, he did not look good. Um, they won't look like the old Jalen Hurts. So. The Eagles won twenty-two to sixteen with uh, Davis Webb starting for the Giants. Jalen Hurts is twenty of thirty-five, two hundred twenty-nine yards and an interception. Ran the ball nine times for thirteen yards, and that included a long of eight. So I guess he had eight rushes for one uh, for five yards. <clears throat> Is that dumb? Is it dumb to say that I'll, I like Daniel Jones more than Jalen Hurts at this point no, on I Saturday? I Daniel Jones. <laughs> I think he's been great this year. Um, I mean, how long? How long has it been since Hurts played? He like, went out. I don't believe he played like what the last three games for the Eagles. Yeah, so he's not I mean, played in a month. And then he well, came. He, back he and played, played against the, the Giants. One, yeah, he played in Week Eight. But he played yeah. terribly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So I think it'll still be a little rusty taking another week off after not. I guess he only missed play. two games, right? He he, two he games. didn't play against the Cowboys. Gardner Minshew played really well, and then and they Gardner didn't play against the Saints. And, and Gardner was terrible against the Saints. And he so he only missed two games. I don't know. I got to wait on the film to come in. Once the film comes in, I'll know. Yeah. <sighs> Can't believe you said Tom Brady's cooked. Really. really no, Tom Brady is definitely enough. cooked. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Well, no, no. If, if I trust anybody to know what's cooked, it's you. Mm-hmm. After that steak you posted steak was, last night, a steak, in the chat. Was, a steak was delicious. <laughs> steak was delicious. <laughs> that, that's a bit, right? A- the steak was delicious. <laughs> now, optically, I acknowledge that it might not have been it might not have been appetizing to look at. My what is it called? My not a pill. My presentation, maybe not the best. I I acknowledge that. Your plating. Yeah, my plating and presentation, not the best. I acknowledge that. I'm not in it for that, but. Uh, the meat was about exactly what I wanted. It was a little soggy. It had a little bit of water taste to it, I feel like. But uh, just go ahead. It was yummy. Just go ahead and say it's a bit. Just it's not a bit. I tell ate people it. people it's a bit. No, I ate it. It was good. It's good. It was good to me. Now, it's got to be a bit. I though, acknowledge, right? again, that the presentation wasn't great. And I also acknowledge that my palate might not be, you know, defined the, enough to really have to. What did you season ref- with? season it with besides water? Salt and pepper. Before you drowned it, or no, I put it on the salt and pepper afterwards. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, at least yeah. maybe it stuck on there a little bit. Yeah. No, it was good. It was good to me. Yeah. And again, I acknowledge that I wouldn't serve that to anybody else. <laughs> I've never claimed to be a cook. Just for the record, I've always been pretty open about that. I don't know how to cook. I'm trying to learn. And this is bullying, and I'm okay with no, it. No, no, that's not bullying. Who's who's getting bullied? What are you talking about? You're trying to bully me by saying if anybody knows about cooking with you after that steak you posted. Yeah, it's you're not trying bullying. to bully me. That's why I, I like to think I'm self-aware, and I know that cooking is not a strong point of mine. But I also know that I didn't serve it to anybody else, and I ate it myself, and I was content with it. Are there some things I can improve on? Yeah, sure. But again, well, it, it was for myself, and I was fed, and I felt good about it. Well, 
and that's fine. And you got your nourishment and all that. I'm just yeah. saying you could care for yourself. You could make it better for yourself. It was good to me. You could microwave it and it'd probably be better. It was good to me. It had just the right it was shade good. of pink. I like I like a pink in it. It was it medium was, rare. I mean, you got it. It was medium. You got that was it medium. Like that it. picture is medium. Pull up the picture. That's medium. I mean, it looked closer to medium rare to me, but let's see. That's a good medium steak, in my opinion. Cam, you know anything about steaks? Uh, baseline? I didn't see the picture. Let me go. Yeah, okay. Me. Yeah, maybe it's more medium. Now, again, the, the, the what is it called whenever you, um, the sear? The sear doesn't look good, and I acknowledge, I acknowledge it didn't look good. But to me, that's a good medium steak right there. Do you have to buy a new cooler every time? Or do you use the same one? I use the same one. Hmm. Just a nice Coleman cooler. Mm-hmm. Cam, come here. What do you think? Just judge the meat only. Again, the presentation, not great. This is a good pink steak. I, I think everybody knows it. That's a good pink steak, by, in my opinion. By now, I think. What do you think? Not pink. It, it looks like a good medium steak. I think you can go ahead. I think the, the jig is up, though. I think everybody knows it's kind of a, a bit. I think you can go ahead and tell people it's a bit. Well, again, I ate it last night. It was pretty you, di- good. you didn't really cook that and eat it like that, right? Yeah, I 100% ate it. That's half of it gone. That's how I took a picture. Half of it gone. So the fact that you can cook it that way and eat it, does that mean you should? If you could cook it another way, like you could just put it in a skillet and cook it, or you know, put a big thick steak in a skillet and cook it. Uh, yeah, I mean that'd be probably better. Oh, that Put was some good. butter in that's there. Good. That's a good medium steak. I'm saying I would even challenge microwave you. it. I would challenge you to make a better medium steak than that. Oh, you would? Yeah. Oof. I would. What do you think about that? That's medium rare. Yeah, it's medium rare. I said medium. That's. Does that not look good to you? It looks the same. Cam, which steak would you rather eat? And again, the presentation, I've acknowledged the presentation which isn't good. Which one looks better That doesn't you? look like some great steak, though, to me. It's not my best work, but I mean... Compared to that, <laughs> what's the difference? The the stuff on <laughs> the, 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 the stuff taste, on top, the taste, the the crust. Yeah, because I can really the, taste it through the, the texture. Picture. I can really taste it through the picture. Everything. What's so good about that? The fact you had put a little a uh, little spatula on it and you know, put put a, got designs on it. So I don't that, get it. That's a properly medium rare grilled steak, right? Well, there. again, I also said a medium steak. Anybody can cook a medium rare steak. Those are pretty easy. Anybody can cook a medium rare. Well, maybe steak. not anybody, but a medium rare steak is a lot easier than a medium steak. No, it's not. It's just a factor of time. Yes, I know. To I get understand. medium, you just leave it on a little more. Yes, but the, the the crossover from medium to medium well, or well done, or whatever, yeah, medium well, is a pretty dangerous game to play. That steak right there the, 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 was pre-salted. Would you agree or no? What? That the, the game going from medium to medium well is a little bit more dangerous than the game of going from uh, medium rare to to medium. Sure, you want it cooked less, right? So that's a dangerous so game. More. That's what I'm saying. So I, yeah. if you throw, if you told me I had to cook a medium rare steak, I'd well, have a lot more confidence in having. To I cook think a medium I'd rather steak. have a well done steak than I would a steak cooked in a bag. Well, that's fine. Whatever you want to say about it. Again, the presentation, I get it. I mean, I'm not defending the presentation. I'm saying that meat is good and medium, and it was yummy to me. I just want to say you're doing a really great job with this. It was making people believe this that you really ate that. 
I 100% ate it. You you sound authentic. I will give you I 100% that. You're, ate it. You're a professional you think, radio. You think I'm committed enough like, to the bit that I went and bought two $40 steaks? I think and, so. and <laughs> Yeah, I think you are. Or not four dollars. I think you I think you wanted to, to play with people, and you're, you're no. doing a fine job. So you think it, I just it is took, funny? You it think I funny. took two bites of that and threw it away? That's what you think? I don't even think you took a bite. I think you cut that off and then no. said they'll get a real kick out of this. No, one hundred percent ate it, every piece of it, fat and all. There was not any of it left, and I was my bowel movements haven't changed. I feel nourished. I feel strong, and I'm ready to go do some uh, some working out after the show with a lot of. Protein in me. A cow died for that, you know. Yep, and it was it fed me. That's the point. It fed me, and I was happy with it. I was content. I, all I'm asking is that just because you can cook it that way and it's fine to you doesn't mean, like, wouldn't you rather it be better, though? I'm preparing in case like, I ever go camping. You've heard of a campfire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cook it there. <laughs> no, uh, those make me nervous. <laughs> what fire? What are you cook a campfire? We're gonna do put it on a stick and hold it over. <laughs> That'd be better than that. Yeah, and fall in. And again, this is good. This was yummy to me, and it might not be yummy to you. I didn't bring it for you. I didn't bring it for you. You know, I got a feeling that you eat a lot of nasty things that I wouldn't find good. Like what? I imagine you put a mayo on a lot of things. Yeah, because I'm yeah. Eat, I'm eating high fat keto right now. Mayo's a good thing to use. I, I had bison you put, last night. I would imagine you put mayo on a lot of things before the high fat keto or whatever. Well, yeah, I used saying. to put it on bread too. Yeah, yeah, not bread. I'm sure you dipped your fries in it. I'm sure. I've, oh, from time to time. I feel like you probably tried some mayo on some pizza at one time before. No, I didn't. I had, never, never any mayonnaise on pizza. No, no, no. I had. Bison Are you sure? Yesterday. You're thinking of when I put grape jelly. No, no, no. I was thinking. I, I, no, I've never put mayonnaise on pizza. What's what the weirdest thing about? you ever put mayonnaise on then? Because I think pizza has made it in there. The weirdest thing I ever put mayonnaise on? Yeah. Pro- probably like a hot dog. But I'm people not. A, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, people do. But that. I tried it once. I think you've tried pizza too, to be honest. But why the hell would I put mayonnaise on pizza? Same reason you put grape jelly on pizza. No, that makes sense with the sausage. You know, mayonnaise on pizza might have. How does it not make sense if you have a ham pizza to put mayonnaise on it? You don't eat ham sandwiches with mayonnaise on it? Yeah, that's a good point. Ham, cheese, mayonnaise. Yeah, I mean, it's just a sandwich. Not bro. saying I wouldn't try it. I don't think you have. Anyways, whatever. Daniel Jones or Jalen Hurts, Cam? Give me the Giants. Yeah, yeah. Plus seven and a half. I love the Giants. There. Plus seven and a half. That's a. I think they'll be within seven. That's a dangerous. That's a dangerous uh, line, just kind of hanging out there. Yeah. Right now, odds on favorites on Fanduel to win the divisions: Chiefs plus one forty, Bills plus one sixty. They've told the people, "Hey, go ahead and start selling tickets to that neutral site game." Mm-hmm. They're going to start that this week. Bengals at four to one, Jaguars at thirteen to one. In the NFC, the Eagles plus one fifty, the Forty Nineers plus one seventy, Cowboys at plus three thirty. Giants at plus 1,300. If you think the Cowboys are going to beat the 49ers this week, I might just take the plus 330 yeah. to win the entire NFC because I think they'll beat the Eagles or the, uh, well, maybe not the Giants. Giants at 13 and one's kind of. What if you parlayed all four money line winners? Well, it depends on who won. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know, but if you hit it, it'd be pretty good odds, probably. Well, I mean, it depends. So if I, if I did Chiefs. Eagles, Bills, 49ers, that only pays plus 250. They're all the four favorites. 
But if you mixed in, you know, the Giants in there and the Bengals in there, then you'd be getting paid. I'm not showing the steak because I know it doesn't look good. I know it doesn't look good. People are tweeting, show the steak. I'm not showing it because I know it doesn't look good. I, I posted a tweet. Uh-oh. Hour one in the books. Hour two on deck. It's Talk Sports on Fan Run Radio.